If you like this show and want to make your own, let me tell you about Anchor. Number one, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So it turns out, it's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to this evening's session. Today we are going through variegated topics. The first topic is depopulation. Depopulation quotes by world leaders. 22 shocking population control quotes from the global elite. Most people have absolutely no idea but a very dark philosophy is spreading like wildfire among the global elite. This philosophy is an obsessive belief that humanity has become a cancer that is destroying the earth. There are now large numbers of global leaders that are convinced that the exploding population of the world has become like a virus or a plague and that it must be combated as such. In fact, it would be very difficult to understate just how obsessed many members of the global elite are with population control. The United Nations puts out position papers about it. Universities have entire courses dedicated to it. Radical population control advocates have been appointed to some of the highest political positions in the world. And some of the wealthiest people on the planet get together just to talk about it. Those who believe in this philosophy are constantly talking about the need for increased access to abortion, contraception, and other family planning services. But even with all of their efforts, the population of the world is still expanding and those who believe in this population control philosophy are getting nervous. So just who are these people among the global elite who believe so fervently in population control? Some of the names you are about to hear might totally shock you. Many of them are some of the biggest names in the world. For example, Prince Charles gave a major speech just the other day in which he bemoaned the rapidly expanding world population. I could have chosen Mumbai Cairo or Mexico City. Wherever you look, the world's population is increasing fast. It goes up by the equivalent of the entire population of the United Kingdom every year, which means that this poor planet of ours, which already struggles to sustain 6.8 billion people, 
will somehow have to support over 9 billion people within 50 years. For the prince, this is a problem. But the prince doesn't really have to worry about this because solutions have come forward. The Great Reset, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, Agenda 2050, and a global rollout of gene-altering, gene-therapeutic kill shots, also administered to children, administered to animals, and boosters are in the works until the year 2024, ensuring that we will have lost a significant amount of people by the year 2025. Due to a plethora of reasons. Many among the global elite believe that the growing world population is the number one problem facing the world. Many of them are absolutely convinced that overpopulation is the primary cause of climate change and that it is ruining our environment and threatens to turn the entire globe into one gigantic third world slum. Because of course there will always be, as long as they're in power, an uneven distribution of wealth. Of course, all of that is nonsense that they have posited, but this is what they actually believe. And the scary thing is, is that most of them are in positions of power and influence where they can actually do quite a bit to advance their insidious agenda. Here are 22 shocking population control quotes from the global elite. Tonight we will only cover the first nine because we have other things that we need to get to. I need to help shatter some of the matrix for some people out here in the world. March 2009, United Nations Population Division Policy Brief. Someone said, what would it take to accelerate fertility decline in the least developed countries? What would it take to accelerate fertility decline in the least developed countries? Well, I think the next quote from Bill Gates answers what methodologies and mechanisms and apparatuses will be used. But off the top of my head, I could say vaccine programs, poisoned food, malnourished or mineral deficient food, unclean water, and soft kill via chemical warfare. These are some of the different things that are being used, has been used, and will continue to be used. 
Bill Gates says in 2010 at a TED talk, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, and reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. I think even a fifth grader can understand what Bill Gates just alluded to. He clearly said that in order to lower the Earth's population by 10 to 15% or even more, what will be used is new vaccines, healthcare services, and reproductive health services. Zum Beispiel, par exemple, Planned Parenthood founded by a Nazi sympathizer. Margaret Sanger, very good friend with Bill Gates' father. Margaret Sanger was a Nazi sympathizer and an advocate for sterilization of the undesirables. Number three, Barack Obama's top science advisor, John P. Holdren, said a program of sterilizing women after their second or third child, despite the relatively greater difficulty of the operation than vasectomy, might be easier to implement than trying to sterilize men. Let me say it again. He said, John P. Holdren said, a program of sterilizing women after their second or third child, despite the relatively greater difficulty of the operation than vasectomy, might be easier to implement than trying to sterilize men. The development of a long-term sterilizing capsule that could be implanted under the skin and removed when pregnancy is desired opens additional possibilities for coercive fertility control. The capsule could be implanted at puberty and might be removable with official permission for a limited number of births. So clearly you can see what Mr. Holdren is thinking about. He wants to attack the young people. He wants to place a capsule in them that regulates their ability to have children. He also said that these other processes might be easier to implement than trying to sterilize men. Well, you don't have to worry about that, Mr. Holdren, because due to all of the collective research that has been done in the past year, we now know without a doubt that the COVID program in all of its inoculations that come with it will sterilize both men and women. And now that the program has been pushed on the children, just like he wished and desired, the reproductive systems of the children will be halted starting as early 
is at six months old. The shot can be given to a child that is six months old. Number four, George W. Bush's science advisor, Paul Ehrlich, stated, each person we add now disproportionately impacts on the environment and life support systems of the planet. I'll say that again. He said, each person we add now disproportionately impacts on the environment and life support systems of the planet. Number five, U.S. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who died last year or maybe this year, I don't know, maybe last year. She said, frankly, I had thought that at the time Roe was decided, there was concern about population growth and particularly growth in populations that we don't want to have too many of. Hmm. Number six, a United Nations Population Fund report entitled Facing a Changing World, Women, Population, and Climate. They went on to say, no human is genuinely carbon neutral, especially when all greenhouse gases are figured into the equation. So see, you're a problem. And your unborn children are a problem too. The current popular jargon that is being thrown around is net zero. We need to get to net zero. That is the goal, which means eliminating worthless eaters is the priority. Number seven, David Rockefeller said, the negative impact of population growth on all of our planetary ecosystems is becoming appallingly evident. It is appallingly evident. The negative impact on the population growth. The negative impact of population growth on all of our planetary ecosystems is becoming appallingly evident. Number eight, Jacques Cousteau said, in order to stabilize world population, we must eliminate 350,000 people per day. And the last one that I'll read for today is from CNN's founder, Mr. Ted Turner, globalist. A total population of 250 to 300 million people a 95% decline from present levels would be ideal. <laughs> Let me say that again. Mr. Ted Turner, the founder of CNN News Network, said a total population of 250 to 300 million people, a 95% decline from present levels would be ideal. So clearly, these people see you 
as a virus, as a cancer that is threatening the body of the earth. And so naturally they are looking for creative ways to eliminate you without you figuring it out in time to fight back. What more easy way to do it than to taint and to poison the food, the air, and the water. And to disguise eugenics. behind health care. Okay, we're moving on to the next topic now. Let us find out who is sponsoring all of this news? Who is behind all of this news that you're getting? All of this information that is being disseminated and propagated by the Mockingbird Media. Let's see whose money is financing them. Who is in control? Now, we haven't addressed it yet. But it has come forward that Pfizer is in bed with some of the world's governments and is controlling those governments. They have a secret deal that they've reached. And this is the reason why Pfizer has risen to the acme, to the pinnacle, to the top of the pharmaceutical chain when it comes to administering, gene-altering, transhuman-inducing therapeutics. Let us start with the first clip. Let's find out who else is in bed with Pfizer. Pfizer, CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer, Anderson Cooper 360, brought to you by Pfizer, ABC News Nightline, brought to you by Pfizer, making a difference, brought to you by Pfizer, CNN Tonight, brought to you by Pfizer, early start, brought to you by Pfizer, Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This letter report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. Hmm. Very interesting. Pfizer is all over the place. All the doctors have come under the spell of Pfizer. The governments have come under the spell of Pfizer. The parents have come under the spell of Pfizer. They're going to inject their children with Pfizer. 
The Food and Drug Administration is in bed with Pfizer. And by the way, the CDC secretly released some documentation admitting, quietly confirming that the messenger RNA COVID-19 injections are increasing the risk of myocarditis and myopericarditis. The CDC held an ACIP meeting to discuss the C-19 vaccines or cancer-19 vaccines and their safety updates. Among the topics being discussed was the overview of myocarditis and the cancer-19 shot. This next clip you're going to hear is going to reveal to you some pertinent information concerning the underlying workings or the behind the scenes work that is happening with Pfizer, the Food and Drug Administration, the news media, medical journals. There is one big collusion to keep the masses in the dark. And unfortunately, I just have to say, the masses will mostly remain in the dark. They will die in the dark because most of the masses simply just don't have the spirit of truth. And without it, they believe whatever the secular world system tells them is true. They believe whatever their doctor tells them is true. They believe whatever their illegitimate president tells them is true. They believe whatever social media tells them is true. They believe whatever influencer tells them that is true. Because critical thinking is gone. It's done. Deception is covering the earth. And like the prophet Isaiah said, gross darkness is covering the peoples. They haven't quite accepted the light that has shined so brilliantly in the darkness. That would be Yeshua HaMashiach who said, I will send to you a paracletos, even the spirit of truth that the world cannot receive because it neither sees him conscientiously nor does it know him spiritually. So we live in a world where people are lost. They don't know what really is happening. And that even now we're in the midst of some type of setup of a new biological pathogen to be released, possibly smallpox. Since in Philadelphia, they found 15 vials of smallpox in the freezers at Merck when they should not have been there. They were not authorized to have them. 
The FBI, of course, stepped in to investigate, but you, the public, will never, ever come to receive the truth about what really is taking place. Some of the families of the 9-11 victims, firefighters, and etc., etc., they just received 21, almost 20 to 21 years later, they're just getting some of the information that was on hold for 20 years, two decades, purposefully. It took them 20 years to release information that the families asked for 20 years ago. And when they finally released the information, it still was in part. It still was fragmented. The rest still remains a matter of national security, which means none of your business. Even though you pay to finance them, your taxes finance them, your hard work and labor finances your overlords who tell you it's none of your business what we're doing. It's a matter of national security. I could care less your husband died rescuing people. I could care less that your wife died rescuing people. I could care less that your sons and daughters were dismembered when the building collapsed in its own footprint with all the signatures of professional demolition, with Thermate left behind as a signature of plastic explosives being set. Despite all that, we don't care. Yeah, I know. We told you that the planes took the two towers down. And I mean, incinerated the towers. Two airplanes and their little jet engine fuel incinerated two of the world's biggest buildings on earth. And in the midst of all that incineration, and in the midst of all that fire and melting and the beams turning into lava, we still managed to find the terrorist passport untouched, unscathed, without even a burn mark on the ground outside the building. It somehow miraculously came out of the explosion of the airplane when it hit on the 92nd floor and made itself available for the authorities to find it and to be able to report the identity of the hijackers within a few hours of the incident. This is the kind of... <laughs> like I said, okay, the matrix. Without the spirit of truth, without the spirit of God, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Just get ready for the next chapter. They're also telling the world, oh, oh, we have all these problems in the world because of people not being vaccinated. But the unvaccinated are still alive. And the people who are dying and losing their lives and being surprised about losing their lives are those who are double vaxxed.
and even got their third booster and is still dying. Meanwhile, those who never even had time to consider the vaccine, let's just take Africa, Al-Kabulan. Let's just take the continent of Africa, for example. Why is not Africa decimated by now? They don't have the vaccine because nobody has ever cared about Africa. They're always gonna be last at receiving what they so-called need. Unless it's some type of depopulatory medical intervention. Oh, they'll get that swiftly. But even in this case, they're not getting it because it's been so politicized that that has complicated its infiltration into the continent of Africa. Right now, the West is strategically being wiped out and the Chinese can't wait. They can't wait until Westerners begin dropping like flies from their own medical interventions. The authorities of the Western countries have unleashed a biological plague on their own people, fractured their own military, fractured their own healthcare system, hospitals, fracturing every stratum of the country with bogus, unconstitutional, asinine, stupid mandates. Supply chain falling apart. Finishing the dissolution of the economy putting the finishing touches on the masterpiece called the destruction of the American dollar. And all we've got is a mumbling, stumbling, cognitively incoherent bobblehead for a so-called president. dragging America down deeper into Sheol. Dragging America down deeper into an economic hell, a geopolitical hell. It is the rapid decline and destruction of the American empire and the fallen collapse of the Western world and the rise of authoritarianism and the burgeoning arrival of totalitarian dictatorial beast antichrist luciferian rule okay let us get into the next clip that we have here tonight let's listen to these guys discuss what's really taking place. 
Let's hear what Pfizer and all of them are up to. Here we go. Okay, guys, let's begin where we left off on part one. Thanks for tuning in. Here's the tag. Emergency uses of vaccine have not been approved or licensed by FDA, but have been authorized by FDA, which is the revolving door of Pfizer and a government agency. I'm coming back to you, man. There's no emergency. Show me the emergency where no kids are dying. Well, I, I take it back. Lester Holt said 146 kids have died. Sean, look, uh, one kid is too many. On the other hand, they're trying to make it sound like millions of children are dying. And that, in fact, is false. And you're right. Is this something we be, need to be cognizant of? Yeah. And so is the flu, right? And, and how to handle that. You know, many people, and here's the, the, the people out there, people's republic been ever, well, if you don't get the chat, then, then you're not taking good care of yourself. And we're, wait a minute, there are other ways. There are different means of protecting yourself. What about, Sean, something you've talked about and I've talked about? I've done an entire series for years with Dr. Peter Glidden, one of the top naturopathic physicians in this country, where we talk about enhancing your immune system. Right? There was a study just done, multiple studies just done on the effectiveness of vitamin D, vitamin D. And it's affected not only reducing severity of, in, of, of illness, not just with COVID or Fauci vid, you know, Fauci dash capital VID that I renamed it, or, but, uh, but a flu of any infectious disease, you, you reduce severity, reduce hospitalizations, reduce deaths. This is very important. You're absolutely right. Joe Rogan talks about it. He gets lambasted for it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers talks about it. Prevention, health, right? How come these things aren't talked about? And uh, the mainstream horror media, exactly. They're coming after these guys because, oh, and by the way, all these sycophants at ESPN, they're cowards because they were forced by their parent company, Disney, to take the vaccine if they wanted to stay employed. So all these people coming after Aaron Rodgers for making a personal health decision, that ought not be public in the first place, they're coming after him because they're cowards who all willingly took, or unwillingly, but took it anyway to keep their jobs. Uh, they took the experimental vaccine. And I just want to say one other thing. I'm going to leave the link to Z-Stack below, which I take every day. That's Dr. Zelenko's product, which is zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C, and the delivery mechanism to get it in your cells, quercetin. Okay? It's a great product. I'm leaving the link below because this is the stuff people ought to take to stay healthy. I'm not even saying it prevents disease. I guess I can't make that claim, but I think it helps you stay healthy. And according to other smart people like you, yeah, it does. Because what do all these people in the hospital suffering from COVID have in common? Most of them have extremely low levels of vitamin D. They're and vitamin that, D deficient. And that, and, and Sean, if people challenge you on that, that is in peer, multiple peer-reviewed published journals and remember trying to get things through the peer-reviewed process because who controls those journals big pharmaceutical companies in spite of their control of all those journals right because remember there was that conversation about two three years ago between the head editor of the new england journal of medicine and uh, jama and they were lament lamenting about the fact that the journals have really become nothing but uh, publicity organs, arms of big pharmaceutical companies. In spite of that, there's still peer-reviewed published data and information that shows that just what you spoke about can be of significant benefit. Sean, you mentioned the revolving door. I want to talk about this for just a second. The head of the FDA, the commissioner of the FDA under Trump from 2017 to 2019 was Dr. Scott Gottlieb. 
Where does he sit now? He's on the board of Pfizer. The one who followed him, Dr. Stephen Hahn, who became the commissioner under the Trump administration from 2019 to 2021, is no longer there. Where is he at? He is at the financial arm and the funding division that, uh, of a company that funded Moderna. Right? You mentioned local news before. A lot of local news companies get their feeds from Reuters. The CEO of Reuters is on what? He's on the board of Pfizer. Yeah, it's enraging, man. It's absolutely enraging. And uh, hey, let me just ask you one thing. And I want you to finish that thought. But we like to do about an hour, you and I. So maybe we can take the last 10 minutes and talk about the election fraud, because I want to share an article with people and some big news that's right, right ahead of us, right on the horizon. Uh, but finish that thought, please. Well, the, the point is this, Sean, is that many people believe that they're being coerced and they their belief is accurate into doing something that they don't want to do. And Sean, there is something that, that transpired today that people are not aware of and the bought off lamestream fake media refuses to report on it. Remember, there was a stay initially put on Saturday, November 6th by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals out of New Orleans on Biden's mandate for the private sector. Correct. Under deployments. Yeah. On the 12th, they f filed the, the final, final, the final uh, if you will, decision saying it's not just to stay, it's done. Right? Meanwhile, Biden's chief of staff is out there saying, I oh, don't pay any attention to the court. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If you look at that lawsuit, the Biden administration was who was sued. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. The Biden administration is a joke, illegitimate, and quite a colossal failure at everything they've done. Everything they've set out to do has done nothing but destroyed the fabric of America more and more by the day. Biden now has the lowest approval rate even amongst his own followers than anybody else. But remember in the beginning of this Alice in Wonderland programming that we're living in the midst of, they told you that Biden had 15 million more votes than Barack Obama. And that Biden is the most popular president in all 245 years of American History, United States history. From the beginning of presidents being over America, Biden is the most popular of them all. That's what they told the American people. Biden had 80 plus million votes, more than any president in American history completely just thinking about that talking about that pondering about that is just it's just absolutely disgusting and disturbing that America fell for something so fake anyway we're coming towards the end of this session 
I do have many more sound bites that I would like to go through. We do have climate lockdowns that have manifested in India, even though the news media tried to convince everyone that it was conspiracy theory. Well, it turns out they've been caught in their lies again. India has imposed a lockdown on Delhi. And the order has come from the Supreme Court, ready to impose complete lockdown in Delhi to control air pollution, AAP government to the Supreme Court, courtesy of Times of India, November 15, 2021. Can you believe it? And NPR News also reports on it. New Delhi's air pollution is so bad, officials are calling for a citywide lockdown, courtesy NPR News. November 15th, 2021. So, the COP26 meeting that just passed, yes, they got together and were discussing implementing draconian measures on the world in order to achieve the sustainable development goals. Okay, the last soundbite that we'll listen to tonight, I believe we'll have some information concerning smallpox. So let us get into that and that will be it for this evening. This is true news, the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help us God. I'm Rick Wiles. The Maryland Department of Health, in collaboration with the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, today confirmed a single case of monkeypox virus uh, infection in a Maryland resident who recently returned from Nigeria. The individual is suffering mild symptoms and was not hospitalized, but is in isolation. Public health officials have identified and contacted people who may have had close contact with the individual who flew from Nigeria to Baltimore, Maryland. In Philadelphia, FBI agents are investigating the discovery of vials marked smallpox. Dr. Burkhardt and I will discuss this story and much more on today's edition of True News. Monkeypox and smallpox to start the day, Rick. I want to believe, Doc, <laughs> I want to believe that these stories will go away, but after what we've seen in the past year and a half, you have to be prepared for anything, for anything that a, another plague will be released on the people. Um, you know, the, uh, the smallpox uh, issue, which the vials were found in a refrigeration unit. Right. At a laboratory in Philadelphia. Right. In Merck Lab. So. Yeah, Merck. Mm -hmm. uh, very similar to a, a similar, uh, a similar case, uh, I want to say 2014,
Bethesda, Maryland. I think it was NIH laboratory. And, uh, you know, lab, uh, vials were, were discovered also in a refrigeration unit uh, marked smallpox. The story hit headlines for one day and then disappeared. Never talked about again. You'll see the same thing with this discovery. It'll disappear. It'll just disappear. Who put, who placed smallpox in a refrigeration unit at a laboratory in Philadelphia? Now, the reason this is important, Doc, is that there are only two countries in the world permitted to have right. smallpox. And That's Russia and the United States. And only two labs, the, the lab in Moscow and the lab in Atlanta with the CDC. They're the only two, only two supposedly authorized. But here in this particular lab, 15 vials marked smallpox. Now, were they smallpox? Were they just marked smallpox? It's a cruel joke, if that's the case. Or was it genuinely smallpox? And if it was genuinely smallpox, how do we know that there, that 15 vials is what was supposed to be there? Right. I, I, you know, because maybe five or 10 are missing. We don't know. Uh, they should have never have been there. They were, they were to be confined to the lab in Atlanta under the tightest controls, which this proves that smallpox is not under the tightest controls. That these scientists in these laboratories, under the direction of people like Anthony Fauci, are playing with viruses like kids play with toys. Right. They're careless. And they weaponize it to see how bad you can make them. That, that's what gain of function really is, is weaponizing viruses. So when you hear that term out there, gain of function, that's what they mean. They're weaponizing the virus. That's right. Uh, bad news for Joe Biden's vaccine mandate. Uh, OSHA has put it on hold after a court order. And so this uh, headline OSHA abiding by court order won't take steps to implement new vaccine mandate for now. So if your employer is telling you that you must be vaccinated because the employer is under uh, direction from OSHA, then you can you can use this article uh, as your defense to say you cannot implement it, you cannot uh, enforce it because OSHA itself has dropped enforcement for the time being. Right. So the Occupational Safety and Health Administration announced over the weekend that they would abide by a court order to not take further steps to implement a new rule that would require large companies to mandate COVID-19 vaccinations or regular testing among their employees. Now, according to a note on its website, OSHA today says it has suspended activities related to the implementation and enforcement of the large employer vaccine mandate following Friday ruling by the U.S. Court of Appeals Fifth Circuit. Internet archives indicate the notice was posted to OSHA's page between Friday night and Saturday morning. You notice there was no public announcement? None. And no one really, no one in the media today is even talking about it. This, you had to find it on a local station. So ladies and gentlemen, twice you have heard about the announcement concerning the mandate being struck down by the courts. Till next time, Shalom Aleikum.